Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin, and with me today is Ethisphere's Director, Data and Services, Neil Thurston. Neil plays a crucial role in the world's most ethical company's applications process and understands the data set from that better than probably anyone. Neil and I will be joining our colleague, Jody Fredrickson, on May 23rd for a webcast on future-proofing your ethics and compliance program, data and insights from the world's most ethical companies. Be sure to stick around for information on how you can register for that at the end of this episode. Neil, it's good to see you again. Thanks so much for joining us. Wonderful to be here. Thank you, Bill. So, Neil, first question I'd like to ask you is, for those who aren't already familiar with it, can you briefly describe what the world's most ethical companies is all about, especially with reference to the data that that, that produces on best practices? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the world's most ethical companies process is a it's a comparative process working with a lot of data that Ethisphere through the EQ survey and the documentation requests gathers a lot of information around how companies practice good governance, things like uh, how they set up their ethics and compliance programs, how they look at their own ESG. Uh, set up and process how they're making impactful changes to their industry, their world, demonstrating a lot of leadership elements and measuring their own ethical culture. It's a rich data set that comes out of these questions and queries and all of these other uh, fascinating items that we here at Ethisphere collect through the world's most ethical companies process. Uh, there are a, a large, large group of companies that tend to participate in this every year. Uh, you know, we're super happy to have them as, as part of this comparative process that everybody really wants to use to uh, continue to improve on their existing ethical business practices. Now, when we talk about the world's most ethical companies data set, um, we, we tend to use that word quite a lot. It sort of conjures this image of this secret formula that will ensure a company will absolutely receive world's most ethical companies honors. And, and we know it's not quite that simple, but why is it not quite that simple? Uh, I, I get that. It is tempting to think that it's a bit of a black box or a closed yeah. process. Uh, here at Ethisphere, and especially the WMEC process, world's most ethical companies, uh, we're really striving to become a lot more transparent around what we're asking for, why we're asking for it, and increasingly, what we're telling our applicants and participants around this. Um, one of the things we want to make very clear is that it is a process whereby companies are telling us about where they're showing uh, a, a lot of exemplary practices around their their program setup, their ethics and compliance program setup, for example. Uh, they're, they're demonstrating through documentation uh, how are we richly educating leadership within our business, richly educating our board in their business. How are we taking really interesting concrete steps to educate our workforce? And they want to demonstrate this. It's it's not about scoring the highest on, no. on a paper exam, right? It really is looking at the behind the scenes of what's mm -hmm. going on with this educational process, with this enrichment process. And that involves a whole lot of, of expertise that is put together into this review process, which takes quite a bit of time, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we yeah. give you all 90 days to really gather the documentation, look at things and say, okay, this is, this is us putting our best foot forward as a company to really demonstrate to Ethisphere that we walk the talk when we say we are a company that really strives to show leadership, ethical leadership in all the different ways that our company mm -hmm. operates from third parties to our leadership, to our employees. 
Yeah. Now, recently we had the Global Ethics Summit uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I was there, you were there, and I had the pleasure of watching you present a number of times where you shared a lot of data insights from the world's most ethical companies. Uh, and uh, in fact, I think there's probably some of the most well-attended sessions of the entire the entire event. People really lined up for it. Um, so I'm always fascinated when I hear you talk about this, and, and our, our webcast will be getting into some additional data insights, but it really begs the question to somebody like myself who knows of this but does not work directly with the data, just how, de just how deep does this data universe really get? Yeah, you know, that's that's a great, great area of exploration, right? It's difficult to consolidate a lot of this data into bits and pieces that are, you know, sound bites, 30 seconds, mm -hmm. two minutes, three minutes. And when you only have four minutes to really cram a universe of topics and topic areas in there, it's it's difficult because we have these very surface questions, right, within the, the ethics question questionnaire and from the documentation we gather a lot of simple data points and behind the scenes we're taking a lot of these data points and interconnecting them we're looking at things like a company's size a company's industry and we're looking at the trends across of the applicants and starting to pull out information around well how do companies in say the automotive industry tend to deal with this particular type of challenge coming up uh, how do companies work with uh, data privacy or uh, forced labor issues, or how do they really educate their workforce on some of these emerging risk areas? It's a lot of data that we can we get to comb through and figure out where can we best speak to some of the most topical risk areas that tend that companies tend to come to our experts saying, "Hey, we want some guidance. We want to hear about how other companies in our kind of position are looking at these risks." and taking a, a, a risk-adjusted response to that. So yeah, there's a ton of data that we kind of have to parse through. Um, I could easily you know, speak for an hour and a half, two hours, three hours <laughs> about some of these very simple data points and some of the crosses yeah. of these data points, as I'm sure a lot of people at companies uh, you know, that we interact with are already taking their own responses to the EQ and kind of figuring out, okay, how do we look at some of these suggestions? How do we look at some of these responses? just from the data that we are presenting ourselves to Ethisphere and looking yeah. inward at our company and saying, where can we use this data that we've, we've put down on the EQ and take that as sort of an assessment of ourselves. So there, there is a ton of data out there. Uh, we use it in a number of different ways and we're trying to find insightful, easily, I, I don't know, containable, uh, <laughs> sort of easy, easy sound bites, but also yeah. items that are super insightful, things that you can bring to leadership, things that you can bring to your board, and things that you can bring to employees everywhere about yeah. how companies really approach these risks in an ethical way. Yeah, yeah. And that's very much what our webcast is going to be all about is sort of sort of giving daylight to some of these more easily, easily, you know, snackable pieces of data from a very, very large and complex data set. And we're looking forward to talking about that. Um, but you know, I, I when, when I hear you talk about this, I realize, you know, data on its own, it needs context and action to really put it to work. So my question is, how would you suggest that people uh, incorporate the findings of, say, you know, their assessment through, you know, through the world's ethical company's application process or the, the, the points that we raise in our webcast going forward? How would you suggest that people can incorporate those insights into their own daily operations? That's a wonderful question. And it's it's something that's come up in my own experience as well, being on the other side of this process. Um, you know, it's none of this exists in a vacuum. We, we can't just always look at our own responses. It is a wonderful thing 
to be able to have a resource where you can look at your own responses to the EQ. You can look at the responses of peer sets. And we, a lot of us do this with benchmarking in other things such as hotlines. Um, but part of Ethosphere and part of WMAC is taking this to broader ethical business practices. And one of the things I have found incredibly useful has been Ethosphere Sphere product, where mm. it's possible to really get a look in at what companies' peers are doing and how they are responding to a lot of these trends, a lot of the questions that Ethosphere asks. And as, as somebody who's kind of looking at it from, hey, if I needed to really go in and look at how we are dealing with educating the board, for example, uh, it, it's a wonderful treasure trove of being able to say, okay, peers are typically looking at this and saying things like, well, you know, our peer set tends to be relying on some in-person subsessions with members of the board on very specific risk issues. That may be one thing that, you know, for example, we as a company weren't doing, but other peer companies are doing. Mm -hmm. It's really adopting some of these new practices, taking a bit of a, a tone shift. For example, maybe in communications, you may look at the, the data we have around the different modalities that you see peer companies or WMAC companies using to really get messages out throughout the uh, throughout the universe and really starting to latch on to some of the uh, the more tech forward items that we see companies really starting to, uh, to wander into. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's about looking at practices. It's about looking at where your peers maybe adopting and experimenting with these things and using them, you know, you know, in a very risk-minded way and finding a good, a good way to take this data as, you know, proof to leadership that your peers are doing this, proof to yourself, honestly, uh, that yeah. this is something we can take a look at. This is something we can adopt and adapt. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree you know, with you more. The sphere is a fantastic solution in that regard. It just really helps to kind of draw those connections between data and insights and plans of action and, and peer act activities. Um, it really puts a lot of context around it. So it's a, it's a terrific service. And honestly, every time I go into it, I'm kind of astonished at just, just the breadth and depth of, of what's there waiting for you. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like gazing upon the ocean for the first time, you know? But yeah, it is, it is important. You know, it's look at your priorities. Look at yeah. the, the projects, look at where your own internal assessment, risk assessment or otherwise is saying, well, you know, maybe we need to focus in on this particular area, or maybe we need to rethink uh, the way we, we attack a particular risk. Uh, it can be hard to come up with ideas or new and innovative ideas. And, you know, that's, that's what Ethosphere is here for, is to help companies find new, innovative, and sometimes tested ways to really help improve business and, and bring us all to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, Neil, it is always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. Happy to be here. Thank you so much, Bill. Indeed. To register for our upcoming webcast, Future Proofing Your Ethics and Compliance Program, Data and Insights from the World's Most Ethical Companies, please visit ethosphere.com slash events. Registration is free, and we look forward to seeing you on May 23rd. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been The Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethosphere YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at Ethosphere. And wherever you're watching us, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.